This is Vivian Wagner, and this is a poem called Pencil Coffee. On my desk, pencils and coffee. I put both of those into Google and discover Pencil Coffee, a cafe in Ho Chi Minh City. I imagine sitting there, drinking a latte, looking out at the traffic, the bicyclists, the flower vendors, the bustle of what must be Monday evening now, hot and stuffy, the smell of pho, the coriander and rice noodles, the wearing of glasses and the writing on thin paper, easily torn. Outside my window on the edge of Appalachia, the trucks of Monday morning roar by, insistent about their view of the world, certain of the importance of the asphalt before them, unaware of everything happening in that distant coffee shop, unable to conceive of that pane of glass, that swirl of people and purpose, that cup of coffee steaming still, or any pencil writing across any page. You can read this and other pencil-related poems by Vivian in the latest issue of Plumbago Magazine, the print companion to the Erasable podcast. Read more about it and order your copy at erasable.us slash plumbago3. Welcome to uh, Pencil Talk. I'm your host, uh, Andy Wofley, and joining me tonight... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hello, and welcome to episode 89 of the Erasable Podcast. I am Charlotte Gamber filling in for my dad, who was sitting here with a pencil sticking out of him because he failed to properly protect the point of his pencil. It became lost in his arm when he was carelessly drinking yet another cup of coffee. Once we leave the emergency room, Andy, Johnny, and Tim will discuss pencil point protection and how you can avoid a similar mishap. Wait, here they come. <laughs> so, Carla got her intro on the third take. In nice. fact, the fir- the first take was pretty good, but she was too close to the mic. The second one, she was dissatisfied with how she pronounced one of the words. I think similar. She messed up similar at the end. She's like, I want to do it again. All right. <laughs> yeah. She had a good time. We really need to do an episode where it's just her and the Henrys. <laughs> oh, man. That would be chaos. You'd hear my kids fist yeah. fighting over the, the uh, microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you some Baltimore justice. Yeah. And Rosie coming up in the background with a stool. <laughs> banging on someone's back. Man! Cookie! Uh, yeah. How are you guys today? Doing all right. Excellent. Yeah. So. I feel like. Go on, Johnny. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you guys also having this odd, um, not climate change, warm January? Uh, No. I mean, we always have a warm January here compared to it's yeah, been compared to the Midwest. it's been like crazy yeah. cold until yesterday it shot up like forty degrees and today it was fifty eight or something. But before that, it was I mean we were in the the tens for over a while. It was yeah. Oh man, cold. Yeah, it was. I'm wearing shorts right now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the East Coast did get some more of that climate change that yeah. you know they were asking for. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have thunderstorms yeah. now. Because, you know, it's spring already. Thunder, thunder snow. Oh, it's the best. Thunder snow was crazy. I thought the world was ending. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I guess I was, we, were, um, we were still expecting Charlotte, so we weren't quite sleep-deprived enough to hallucinate. 
So I knew it was really happening. Now if it happened, I'd be like, whatever, I just need to sleep. <laughs> like, I don't think the world is yeah. actually ending. So tonight we're All finally right. going to do uh, tips protection. There will be yeah. so many like condom jokes in this episode that we have to avoid or not <laughs> avoid. Bag, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I almost uh, wrote prophylactic into the um, intro that Charlotte read, but in addition to the fact that I didn't want to have to explain to her what that meant. <laughs> or how to pronounce um, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and there were already a lot of peas. Yeah. I went a little crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, back in like 2004, I was chatting on MSN Messenger with a buddy of mine, and I confessed that I've always been afraid of stabbing myself with a pencil, like through my heart and dying. And he's like, um, are you really scared of that? So this is a topic near and dear to my heart, even though Tim was the one that said we should do an episode about this <laughs> point protection. Got to protect yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there's a lot to talk about. So why don't we jump into our tools of the trade? You want to go first, Tim? Sure. I uh, have been digging uh, what, things as far as things that I've been watching. I watched the movie Prometheus the other night. Have you ever seen that? No. It's, it's, it's part no. of the Alien series. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. That's like the follow-up to the Alien yeah. series, isn't it? And I don't really have... Like, I, I saw one or two of the Alien movies, but it's been so long, I don't remember much about them at all. But um, a friend had been recommending this for like three years, uh, and it was a really good movie. It's kind of in the vein of uh, Ex Machina or... Uh, arrival kind of but a little more of an action movie uh than both of those hmm. not as slow but it, i the both wa- throughout watching it i was thinking about it the whole time basically there are these uh archaeologists who find in all these different civilizations and cultures around the world the same image of these planets up in the sky like a same formation and so it's and this huh. is set in the future it's like 2090 something and they uh you know, are able to pinpoint where it is, like where this formation is. And so their theory is, because the pictures always come with these tall beings pointing at it, that that's where our creators are. And so they go, uh, they go into this like hypersleep in this huge ship and it takes a couple of years, but they finally get there. And uh, yeah, kind of all hell breaks loose when they're there, but it's super interesting and really makes you think a lot. So it was, it was a really cool movie. I liked it a lot probably watch it again someday nice um, and then i have finally started watching brooklyn 99 uh i don't know if either of you are fans of this show this uh, andy sandberg's show about the brooklyn police department like he's a detective in the police department uh, i have never seen it but i think i feel like you mentioned about how we should watch it because it's kind of like parks and rec but on a, on yeah, a police well, department i'd only seen like one episode at that point uh, but this past week, I was out of school all week long, and I watched like 15 <laughs> episodes or something. I watched a bunch, and it might be just as funny as like 30 Rock and Parks and Rec. It is really funny. It's a little sillier. It's more like silliness-wise, it's more like 30 Rock. Um, yeah. But I love it. It's been so much fun. I'm, I'm still in the first season, but it's it's a really, really funny show. Uh, so I've been really enjoying that. And uh, I've been reading... Uh, I guess it's kind of, I don't know if it was just a vacation kind of thing or I needed a little bit of escape because things have been so nuts lately and with, with the house and we, we closed on the house last Thursday. And so that process Yay. is finally done. So we, I, our bank owns this. Yeah. Yeah. Our bank owns this house that I'm in right now. 
which is really yeah. special. <laughs> Super yeah. special. Um, but uh, so that was done, and I just needed something to like, uh, I don't know, something like easier, but not too easy. You know, does that make sense? Like an easy read that yeah. was didn't like make me feel like I'm wasting my time. And so uh, somebody had recommended, or actually J. Robert Lennon uh, from the Lunchbox podcast had recommended uh, over Twitter a long time back, Lee Child, along with a bunch of other stuff. But mm-hmm. I'd never read a Lee Child novel, the Jack Reacher books. And uh, I think I had tried them at some point and just kind of was underwhelmed. I think I just wasn't expecting the right thing. Like I didn't have the right mindset going into it. But this time I did, and I blew through uh, Never Go Back, which they made a movie of a couple of years ago which I also watched after I finished the book, and it was crap. It was horrible. Um, so don't watch that. Yeah. But uh, the book was really good, and now I'm reading the the first one, which was uh, The Killing Floor, which I'm going to talk about again in a little bit. And both of those are super entertaining. And he's just basically this ex-military policeman who's a – now he's a drifter. He just kind of wanders around aimlessly and finds himself in all these crazy situations, of course. But uh, he's just this total uh, tough guy – Always, always ready to figure out whatever's going wrong in this weird little town, you know. <laughs> but uh, I loved it. It was it was a lot of fun. So it was a good, it was a good read. I enjoyed that. So uh, I was yeah. Never go back in the Killing Floor. And then listening, uh, I had been listening to a lot of Tom Petty because of the the sad news about his accidental overdose, the opioid overdose that came out. Uh, his family had released a statement on their website, uh, which really makes me sad. I mean, Tom Petty's one of my heroes and my favorite musicians ever. And uh, it got me thinking about kind of like who would pick up the the torch, you know, the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers as far as basically being the biggest band in America, like in, in rock, I think. Uh, and my pick for who should replace them is I, I kept thinking about Ryan Adams, uh, not Summer 69, Brian Adams, but Ryan Adams, who I've talked about before, uh, <laughs> Ryan Adams and the Cardinals, and so I've been listening to a lot of Ryan Adams and the Cardinals. Like uh, the album "Cold Roses" is one of my favorite ever that I've talked about on here before, but it's one of my favorite albums ever. And his album "Gold." So listening to a lot of Ryan Adams, but uh, Tom Petty makes me sad. I miss him so much. Like I think I feel he feels like a family member. Like I'll just like randomly tweet, "I miss Tom Petty." <laughs> I just do that. It feels like every month or so since he's passed away. Uh, and I'm writing with a Mitsubishi 9852EW. I've been using pretty much only that the last couple of days. I really like it. And I'm using a Portland Field Notes that I got for Christmas. That's me. Nice. How about you, Andy? How about you, Andy? I um, <laughs> I'm digging a trench, as you do when you're recording a podcast. <laughs> no, um, yeah, uh, I am... Um, Watching Katie in the middle of Victoria uh, season oh, nice. two, yeah, which is is really good. It's it's not as to me it's not as good as the Crown. I think I like the Crown better than I like Victoria, but it's still it's still fun. Really Where are good. You watching it, um, I am watching it on the uh, PBS um, uh, Apple TV app. Okay. So, do you have a passport? I do. So you could watch the whole season right now. I can. (laughs) They did that for Poldark too. It was, that was awesome. I had, I had the passport thing for, it might've been for Victoria last year. And then our little PBS station, you know, like to cancel it, you actually have to call your PBS station. 
and we weren't using it. It was just oh, really? Yeah. I couldn't do it online. I couldn't email them, and I had to call. But I literally would get like a physical voicemail machine. Like when I'd call, it'd be like, <laughs> and and they never <laughs> would call back. It's like I, I'm just you know trying to cancel our passport for now, and we just don't need it right now. And yeah. I'd never get a call back. And finally, I got a letter in the mail. That said, uh, or no, I got a, a voicemail that said, hi, Mr. Watson, we're calling because your <laughs> credit card expired and we need to re-up your, <laughs> I was like, nope, not going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not going to call you back. So yeah. right now I'm probably going to have to uh, renew it because I really want to see Victoria. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's pretty good. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to still kind of figure out what the difference is between last year, but like she f- does definitely feel more like a, like a queen than she does sort of like a teenager coming up to queen it's 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 kind of it's so interesting the parallels between this and the crown like they're both about like you know young queens who come into power a little bit hesitantly um and just kind of like the people they're surrounded with so the evolution has been very similar i feel like did you um, guys see um young victoria the film yeah that's a good no one. not yet I th- yeah i think it's on netflix now mm-hmm. it might, yeah it might be i'm not sure but i think we yeah. have it on dvd but it's yeah a good one. Yeah, I'm also um, uh, just got yesterday. I went to go see the newest Paul Thomas Anderson film, um, Phantom Thread. Have you guys heard about this? A little bit. Ooh, no, that's not my list. So, yeah. So um, Paul Thomas Anderson, who did like um, Punch Drunk Love and There Will Be Blood and a bunch of other bunch bunch of other movies, uh, did this one about um, a like high end uh, dressmaker in England in the fifties. Um, and it's yeah, just really, really good. It's Daniel Day Lewis, who's just always an amazing actor. Who this is allegedly his last film. Um, we'll see if it actually is his last film. He's announced his retirement from acting, but uh, just a really like quiet kind of slow movie, which sometimes I really like. Um, in the world of like really awful, like super like Michael Bayish like action movies, um, <laughs> to me I really like a, sl- a slow kind of introspective thing like this. Uh, and then also. Um, kind of in the same line as a Michael Bay film. I'm reading uh, a guilty pleasure of mine, which I think I may have talked about before, but I'm not sure. Um, the newest Dan Brown novel. <laughs> it is such a like sorry, trashy read. <laughs> no, you should, you should totally laugh. It's, it's like very formulaic and he basically writes the same novel over and over and over again with different variables <laughs> plugged in, but I love reading them. It's, it's kind of in the same line as Tim. Like it's a good sort of like, thing you can read where you don't have to think think too much so it's 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 yeah yeah. we we allow ourselves to watch stupid tv shows and that's not there's nothing wrong with that but for some reason we feel bad when we read like a less than like uber literary book you know (laughs) i don't know it's true yeah no that's true yeah and then I'm writing um, in my uh, in like a little Baron Fig pocket notebook that's in my wallet um, with a Baron Fig pen that I believe we will talk more about in a little bit um, because apparently now this is a pen ad, pen podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Johnny, how about you? Well, um, at your recommendation, we just finished season two of the Drells and Corfu, which is the most adorable yeah. show. I really, really enjoyed it. I wish they, that uh. I'd caught on later and I had more seasons to watch, but, um, yeah, there's only like six episodes a season. Yeah. I was really disappointed in that, but it was so cute. And, uh, I've been listening to melancholy and the infinite sadness over and over again. Um, the last few days, cause it reminds me of my cool new tattoo. Yeah. Two people put <laughs> the connection between my tattoo and the cover of that album. 
I almost mentioned so, Sublime, yeah, I mean, and I had to look up the. <laughs> I was like, it's like the Sublime Sun, you know, from that. And I looked it up, and it's not the same at all. But that's what that's the my first thought went to Sublime. Like, okay. <laughs> Johnny, yeah. was that an intentional connection? No, no, I didn't even think it. it's just. I call this Tattoo Glory of the '90s. <laughs> Just a reference to a late 90s Tori Amos song called Glory of the 80s. (laughs) It really needs more uh, yin-yang in it, I think. Yeah, that was a thought. We're like, we don't want it to look too much like a yin-yang. We didn't know if we wanted to do color. It's like, well, black and white will literally look like a yin-yang, which could be cool, but I'm I'm not going to get that, you know, embedded in my skin. (laughs) But um, so I just... That's the glory of the 90s. (laughs) I think I still have somewhere a yin-yang earring. That I had in the nineties. <laughs> to like take that out. Yes, you should. Like, put, I should yeah. put that on. See if anybody notices. Yeah, um, and I got a book for Christmas called "The Plot Against America" by mm-hmm. Philip Roth, where um, Charles Lindbergh wins the presidency in nineteen forty, and the country colludes with the Nazis and goes down into something eerily similar to what's going on <laughs> right now. Um, Charles Lindbergh just goes, no collusion, no collusion. So uh, David Simon from The Wire just bought the rights to make it into a TV show, like in the last week or two. But I don't think they have a network yet, but that could be really awesome. Um, The person that got it for me thought that was what The Man in the High Castle was based on. No, there's a book called The Man in the High Castle that that's based on, but... (laughs) I really like Philip Roth. This is a yeah. really cool book. I just read about it in the New Yorker a couple of weeks ago. It was on my list. So, yeah, he, I mean, he's, I think he's the master of transitions, like mid chapter transitions. Like, whoa, blah, blah, blah. Well, that all changed when he became president. <laughs> it's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. And um, so we mentioned this earlier. I'm writing with a Blackwing 211 that is maybe like an inch past Steinbeck stage with a gold $3 cap and a $10 pencil tip on it. So it's like 13 bucks in accessories on a $40 pencil, but it was a $2 pencil when I bought it. So it seems kind of silly. It's like, you know, rims on a minivan. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. So the episode. Yeah. Should we jump into our fresh points and fight over the one that revol- revolving around beer and fig? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Sure. Yeah, you want to yeah. go first, Tim? Uh, the first thing I think I really wanted to talk about was the article from the New York Times that came out recently, which was uh, titled Inside. Yeah, have you heard? Have oh, you I heard hadn't heard about this. Nobody <laughs> yeah. shared it with me. <laughs> yeah, people weren't interested in making sure we knew that was out. Um, but... Yeah, we had a lot of awesome uh, friends and fans of the podcast share this with us. And I mean, that's how I found out about it. I mean, I didn't know it existed until it started to get shared. And it was really cool to see uh, the New York Times doing a feature about General Pencil Company. Uh, It's called Inside One of America's Last Pencil Factories. And it's got uh, an article by Sam Anderson, photographs by a guy named Christopher Payne, who had apparently been going... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but hadn't he been going to generals for like a year, like off he'd gone several times taking all these pencils. So he'd taken just tons of pictures all around of the different stages of pencil making. And really any picture that you see would make an awesome 
pencil nerd computer background. <laughs> you know, there there are so many cool pictures of the making of uh, colored pencils, and then seeing the uh, graphite cores in there, like uh, being stacked and baked to dry out. And there's the extrusions of the graphite that are all winding around like snakes in a big bucket. You get to see that, and it's which is very cool. The colored pencils are really something else to see. Um, just those bright, bright cores with the yeah. the edges hanging off. And there's a, pictures of some of the employees. There's one guy who's been working there for 47 years. Um, uh, different, you know, different points of the factory. It is just, and it is a really cool article. It's a really cool kind of meditation on uh, what makes pencils so great. And before, I, I just wanted to read this one little uh, paragraph that a lot of people have shared and, and mentioned and talked about, but... Uh, Right towards the end of the article, uh, Anderson says, in an era of infinite screams, screams. <laughs> well, that's definitely the era we're in, is infinite screams. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's accurate, but I'm going to start over. Uh, in an era of infinite screens, the humble pencil feels revolutionarily direct. It does exactly what it does when it does it right in front of you. Pencils issue digital jujitsu. That's quite a sentence. They are pure analog, absolute presence. <laughs> they help to rescue us from oblivion. Think of how many of our finest motions disappear untracked, how many eye blinks and toe twitches and secret glances vanish into nothing. And yet when you hold a pencil, your quietest little hand dances are mapped exactly from the loops and slashes to the final dot at the very end of a sentence. It's a great little paragraph. Um, so yeah, this is what what did you guys think about this this article and this feature? I mean, it's it's always good to see attention for this kind of stuff for the for the analog, but uh, what are your thoughts? Even just from, you know, even if I wasn't super into pencils or super into like I didn't have a pencil podcast or whatever, like the the images and just like the process behind it reminds me so much of like like a how it's made or a, like a Mr. Rogers neighborhood only done like uh. just shot so beautifully. Um, I think that, um, that big, big picture of just all the thousands and yeah, thousands of graphite yeah. cores after being dipped in wax, is just like so gorgeous. Cool. All these pictures are just so good. And the high contrast lighting with like uh -huh. that gray, silvery graphite. And I like, wonder yeah, about their, their gloves so and the pictures, if they um, actually are that color or if that's just cause they're covered in graphite. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. I loved, uh, I love the uh -huh. giant like feral machine. Oh yeah. That's cool. Oh, there's actually an answer to my to that. The, his their gloves are clear. There's a picture, another picture where their gloves are clear, and so uh, the ones that are solid silver oh. are just in graphite. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, and and I I was you know joking earlier like a lot of people have shared this, oh, but gosh, yeah. I appreciate that. Like I I love that somebody like thought of us when when they saw this. But um, yeah, general pencil. Well deserves, um, you know, this, this kind of recognition. And I, I don't know if this is something that will like, like give them more sales. I have no idea, but I, I'm glad that like, yeah, you know, this is absolutely. out there. Um, in yeah. some ways, like there are videos out there about how pencils are made and all this, but there's something about this article that's even more yeah. engaging and interesting thinking about, uh, the process just with these still images that, it almost it makes it seem so yeah which it is i mean so such an amazing process and when you see it just in still frames it makes it even more intriguing because it makes you want to fill in the gaps right it makes you want to think about like how does it get from there to there and there's all these you, know, you see the 
all that yeah that big machine full of semi-hex ferals and you're like that is awesome i want to see how that yeah uh, how that happens then you get kind of a just a little glimpse and it's like oh those ones have erasers but those ones don't like that is wild (laughs) that that machine can do it yeah so earlier i was talking about reading some lee child novels i read never go back and the killing floor and uh and i discovered because i can't read a book without Googling author's name and pencil together. Uh-huh. If, you are, <laughs> if, if you can <laughs> That's a good uh, idea. I've never done that. that. <laughs> oh, I do it every yeah. every book I read. No, I'm, um, I'm just, kidding. I do do it. Okay. <laughs> you just said do-do. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do that every time. And then, of course, like also we'll do pen or whatever, you know. Like a, but always pencils first. And I did that with Lee Child and got a hit immediately. And ended up on an article. Uh, well, several different things reference this, but I, I'm going to link to an article from W.H. Smith, um, the Stationer's blog. Yeah. And uh, apparently, you know, he uh, Lee Smith came from a different profession. He was working in television for, uh, it seems like a pretty long time. He was, in, he was in television for a while and then was laid off by his downsizing network that he was working for. And he was some kind of like production organizer. Like he worked on sets and helped organize like all the different people or something like that. But anyways, he, he lost his job and was just kind of like wandering through a uh, at the the Arndale Center in Birmingham or Birmingham is how they would say it, I guess. But uh, he uh, had been thinking about writing, and it was kind of his moment of like I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go for it. And he went into a W. H. Smith and he bought uh, three legal pads a pencil and a little pencil sharpener. And he just immediately went to a desk or a table, you know, somewhere nearby and started writing pieces of what would eventually become the killing floor, which is the book that I'm, I'm reading right now, which was his first novel, his first bestseller. And now he has 22 bestsellers or something insane like that. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and so he, on this link to this website, you can see the pencil that he picked. They have a picture of it. It's he has it in a case, like on his shelf. Um, it's this little short about, you know, sub Steinbeck stage, <laughs> little yellow capped pencil that says shorthand on the side of it that he had used to write, uh, you know, a good portion of that, the, the first few chapters or something that he put on those legal pads. Then he eventually graduated onto typewriters and then computers, you know, as time went by. That was in 1994. Uh, but it's just cool to find the writer that you're interested in had a real kind of pencil origin story. So, uh, that's worth checking out and looking into. It's I always love seeing pictures of the pencils that somebody actually uh, used, you know, which is just very cool. So, huh. uh, yeah, was, I don't, I can't really tell what the brand is. I tried to look it up. It might just be a W. H. Smith brand pencil, like branded pencil, but it looks like a yeah, you know, nice one. It kind of it reminds me of a of a Derwent or a you know some kind of general English pencil you know, yeah. English pencil company or like a Faber-Castell kind of thing but it's just this kind of school bus yellow with a white band around the end of it uh, so yeah I just thought that was cool yeah so I thought it was definitely worth sharing and uh, the next point I wanted to share which I know all of us have been excited uh, to talk about is the new release from Baron Fig yeah which that's what I was expecting to hear the first time we recorded this section, and I heard nothing. I heard nothing. I was like, "You were like, come okay, on, guys, yeah. come on, get excited." Um, yeah, we had a, a full you know, tell everybody what happened. We had a, a little hiccup, and so I talked for I don't know 
three or four minutes <laughs> uninterrupted. <laughs> nice to know we whole, can rely on you if we need to. Went, went through that whole Lee Child yeah. story and then like talked about the Baron Fig thing for like two minutes or something. But, uh, uh, like, dudes. Yeah. So they came out with a uh, new uh, Confidant and uh, Squire release that they called the Lock and Key. And they can go hand in hand. And the Confidant is a forest green beautiful forest green confidant with dot grid pages and the box that comes in is forest green with gold uh, i thought that mike hagan was going to pee his pants <laughs> yeah he really yeah. loves green <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he didn't send you that text he did <laughs> he did yeah. Yeah, he was <laughs> uh, yeah and it is a beautiful 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 notebook um if it was just if the release was just the notebook i would have been this would have been my favorite confidant i've ever had i think uh, and it's and that says a lot for me because it's dot grid and I'm not a dot grid fan, but I just love this thing. Uh, the gold maze on the inside, and then it has these symbols that you can decipher using the case of the squire they came out with, which was the first brass squire, uh, which has a little key emblem on the side of it. So you've got the lock, which is the notebook, and the key, which is the pen, which was perfect. And I, it worked out really nicely with closing on the house that I. I I was all pumped up, and I took the pen to the closing because we already lived in the house that we're buying. We've been here for a year and a half, so it was kind of an anticlimax, you know. Uh, uh-huh. When you're congratulations, you're like, you get to stay here. Congratulations, <laughs> we're gonna go back home. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take this pen. It is called the key. This is perfect. It's like the key to the house, you know. And I you can hand yourself excited. the keys to the house. And then I walked in, and like he handed me the first thing to sign <laughs> of like the 45 things that we had to sign. And I, you know. He had put pens out for us, and I clicked it, you know, twisted it open. And it was almost like Jimmy Fallon doing the thank you notes. Like, my hand was, like, coming down to write, and he went, wait! <laughs> <laughs> he was, is that blue ink? And I was like, no. He's like, it has to be blue ink. I was like, Son of what? <laughs> blue ink. It has to be blue yeah. ink? It had to be blue ink. There was, like, their policy because everything's in black, and they scan everything, and they need to have a different colored ink to verify that it was, like, real or something. Uh, and so I had to use this crappy, you know, pen with their name on the side of it you know so that was a bummer but yeah i had it there it was there it was on the table the whole time so i had that to be happy about yeah but uh what are your yeah what are your thoughts let's let's talk about the the lock and key a little bit omg <laughs> yeah so i don't have a squire and this was the one that made me pull the trigger in wanting a squire because mm-hmm. it's so damn pretty yeah it's it's so and, heavy um, it was so the um the the other aluminum squires are less than an ounce, like just a little bit less than an ounce in weight, and this one is like one point seven ounces, so mm-hmm. it's like quite a bit. It's a little more than, but twice the weight, and you can definitely tell. But like not in a bad way because it's so well balanced. I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I totally agree. They they are heavier, and I actually my feelings are that the. Uh, squire, the original squire, um, because of the inverted shape, you know the bigger parts at the at the base by the by the point, and then it gets smaller as it goes up. That the the weight of it kind of messes with me a little bit. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't, I kind of have to press down, which I just don't like to do in general because I have a really light touch when I'm you know, when I'm writing. So I would I used it and I used it a lot, you know. But um, there's just something that could have been a little better, and 
getting this one, I realized that that was the answer. Like the brass one, I love because it holds itself down. All I ever, all I really have to do is hold on to it. Uh, and I got, I guess, just having used fountain pens for many years, I've got just kind of a lighter hold because you don't have to push down and hold them real tight on yeah. a fountain pen. You don't need the death grip, so I can just kind of hold on to it and let it sit on the paper, and I don't have to push down, and I can just let it glide with that really nice Schmidt uh, refill they use. And so I think the I think at this point, I think the brass one is, and for me, is superior to the the aluminum one. I love this thing, and yeah. I, I, and my my only, uh, you know, like my main criticism with the Squire, and I, I don't think I'm alone in this, is just that it's it's really hard to get used to something that doesn't have a clip, yeah, that you can't put in a breast pocket. And I know the idea, and I get it, and I appreciate the idea of just being able to toss it in your pocket, but. Um, I don't like doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I just don't. I don't. I don't. And I've lost. I lost my Squire. I had bought a Squire sometime, like like an aluminum one, and I had been putting it in my pocket, you know. And just at some point, it just fell out, and I lost it in Nashville somewhere, and that was a big time bummer. Um, and I just don't like. Yeah, I just don't like keeping it in the pocket, and I also don't like that. I don't know if my pants are just more linty than most people's. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've I, always I, thought I pulled, your pants were a bit too linty. <laughs> yeah, my cheapo teacher <laughs> pants are just like too linty that I, I'll pull, what? I'll pull the pants, or like I'll pull this out of my pocket and I'll, you know, twist it and then like the end of the pen will just have like lint on it and then I'll have to like clean it off and I'll have it on my hand. But <laughs> I told you not to put just pick Jesus. up dog fur and put it in your pocket. Like that's just not can't, well <laughs> yeah. that I can't help because it's like in the air at our house because our dog <laughs> sheds so much, Rosie. But um, but I love I love the brass key. This thing is super super cool and i i've been keeping it uh in my my dudek block on my desk at school and using it all the time and yeah i've been trying to like i like everything about it except for that smell that brass smell that comes off on your hand when you're done with it oh i love that you like that smell i i kind of like it too it's like sweet it's a sweet lead so metallic and it's yeah it's i think mike hagan said on, on Leadfast like he wasn't a fan of the of this the squire but i like it it's just yeah i just feel like i need to wash my hands a little bit when i'm done like really holding <laughs> on to it yeah so yeah the um the smell is is I'm, I'm not a big fan of it but i really like the pen i like that a lot and i i think i'm trying to decide you know i go through confidants pretty slowly and uh, i'm about to finish up my current one and i can't decide if i want to hop into the pink metamorphosis or if mm-hmm. i want to hop into the um uh, the lock, the the green lock. What do you guys think? Well, yeah. the lock is a, it's more wintry. The metamorphosis is nice and you know spring That's true. Easter egg. Yeah, pink. That's true. I don't Andy know. lives in a yeah. in a land without seasons. Yeah, it's just paradise. It's e- all the eternal time. spring here. <laughs> the eternal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about like you know shorts sometimes, coats one time. Yeah. Like in movies, we have seasons. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Yeah. We had a snow day last week, and now I'm wearing shorts. So Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, this, so, I was... No, okay. you go ahead, Johnny. So, I was reading, um, or finishing up the fourth Harry Potter book, which is green and gold, and has a maze at the end. When they sent out the email, it's like, this is a sign, I'm getting a pen. <laughs> so, yeah, this... So, you know... Um, I mean, folks probably might know this. As reviewers, we sort of know what they look like before they come out. And this was the first time I was, like, really biting my tongue. Like, oh, I really want to talk about this one. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, I got to meet with some folks from Baron Fig last week, and I almost thought about putting a sharp pencil to their necks and like take them to your studio and give me more of Give it notebooks. to me. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> but there were two of them and one of me, and I, I didn't know where I was going, so... It wouldn't have worked. <laughs> yeah, I was I was the same way. I was dying to talk about this, and like I actually posted a picture like a day early, um, but I it was just like a placket like a pocket shot like from my pocket of my shirt. And if you look at it on Instagram, you can see the just the butt end of the the key kind of sticking out of the little. But the shirt actually has a pen slot in it. Oh, I see it. So yeah. If you look at it, yeah, you can see it just kind of peeking peeking <laughs> out there a little bit. I posted. it. I was like, oh wait, oh no, sorry. Nobody will know what that is. With yeah. your <laughs> Pal HB um, hackwing. Yep. Oh, yeah. There she is. <laughs> All her glory. Yeah. So, th- yeah, this is... Oh, man. I, I I can't decide if this is my favorite Squire or if the experiment is my favorite Squire, but I like them both a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and coincidentally, they're the only two Squires I have, but um, it's definitely like in my top three favorite um, confidants. For sure. Like, I think my favorite is, is oh, the yeah. three-legged juggler. And, um, yeah, this might be right after that. I don't even know. Um, these, I do like the askew a whole lot, even though I don't really use it. Yeah. Yeah. I this think is right if this there. one was uh, blank on the inside, then I would have probably bought, like, six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, I would have just stocked <laughs> up. Um, and I still might get an extra one of these, because these are really awesome. But yeah. um, if you're listening to this and you don't have one, I would jump on it quick because this is i think probably the most popular set they've had so far somebody in the baron the baron fig fanatics group bought like a box of them what like seriously if you go there somebody posted a box of locks and it was just like a huge just a big old box of them i have no idea who that was insane yeah that's insane locks in a box Locks on box. Box on ready, locks on locks. You read some box. lyrics yeah. about this. Yeah. <laughs> Hop on pop. Uh, locks on blocks. Yeah. <laughs> Fox and socks. Yeah, so uh, this pen is so cool, I really wish I'd gotten the um the insightful Spectre. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'm not gonna use that pen, but this is actually a really sweet pen. I like it. Yeah. It's very unfountain penny. This is your first squire, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love the I it's not as Go on, I'm sorry. Okay, um, it's not as um big as i thought it would be yeah mm-hmm. and i mean that in a good way i thought it was gonna be like a giant rod of metal like i'm not riding with that <laughs> it's a little no, bit really pa- low profile yeah it's a little bit past the steinbeck stage mm-hmm. like um like like longer than the steinbeck st- steinbeck stage but it's so well balanced like it it tapers in but i think it still feels really good yeah absolutely yeah uh, i i yeah huge huge fan of this one so I'll, I'll be using this and that's it's always so cool to get something like this and you have to say like a huge thank you to Baron Fig for yeah for sharing and sending us these cuz i mean it was i was like, super excited to talk about it and share it cuz i think people really should jump on this and take advantage of it and i also uh, selfishly i'm just excited to be using this pen for the next like 50 years you know yeah. <laughs> i mean it's kind of it's one of those <laughs> things it's like it's not going anywhere <laughs> as long as i don't lose it um it's a uh, it's going to last forever it's going to outlast all of us. You know, <laughs> Adam and Joey are going to be so. 90 years old and, you know. <laughs> yeah. You guys just put yourself out of business with this pen. Yep. Never going anywhere. <laughs> Never need another pen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But super big kudos and well done to Baron Fig on this, this, uh, this, nope, this confidant and squire combo. They crushed it. So. 
but uh, that's all I've got. So, cool. Andy, uh, what about you? Oh, man. Um, the only fresh point I really had to share was um, I went to a really cool event last week here in San Francisco. It was uh, a meetup at Mule Design, which is a, uh, a Mule Mule Design is like a, a web developer design firm in town. Um, Mike Montero, who runs it, is a pretty like pretty well known like Twitter character and just like person on the internet um, in my industry. And uh, he had, they have a little art gallery. They have little event events there. And um, there was a conference in town, and two of the people from Scout Books attended the conference and they um the next day held a drink and draw at mule gallery do you guys know what a drink and draw is no idea it's exactly like the first no, part what i want yeah to. it's a, yeah. really just exactly what it sounds like you just like people get together and drink and draw um so they had like some snacks and they had wine and booze <laughs> oh um, so it's not like a drawing it's like they are you're drawing pictures it's an event where you come together and you just draw stuff and okay yeah they awesome. uh the way that they did it is they had a little part at the beginning where they like it was a little promotional part for scout books and they just like talked about scout books. Um, and so I have to come clean a little bit. I have never really cared for scout books that much because I, I thought that they were, you know, because you can order them in like very small minimums and like everybody gets a scout book. I figured they were just some big, like faceless corporation or something. I was, I just wasn't sure. Um, but after meeting, uh, two of the people who work there, I found out, you know, there's 17 people who work there. They showed like all of their faces. They like showed the machinery that they run them off on. And I just feel a lot better about the organization. Like it's just, it's small and grassroots and people there are really cool. Um, and I found out that if you're an employee of Scout Books, you get one custom run of notebooks a year for free, which is really cool. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I'm trying to decide, like, I want to go work at Scout Books so I can get like custom, uh, <laughs> custom scout books made but they showed some really cool examples of what they'd done and they gave us a bunch of samples um i gave chloe who works there i gave her a plumbago and she gave me a uh, scout books lapel pin which was really fun oh that's yeah. awesome cool some limited edition stuff and so then they had this uh just little little event where they had a bunch of drawing prompts and they pick they would pick it out of a bowl and you would draw it um so one of them was like um Oh, like draw your favorite Jeff Goldblum movie or something or draw Jeff Goldblum from something or yeah, like draw your favorite song. Like, what does that look like? And so people would draw. And one time somebody was draw accidentally drew two of them. And Mike Montero, who was leading, says, he goes, just goes, you know what? We're going to do both of them at the same time. So he held them out. And one of them was the future of transportation. And the other one was your favorite beverage. <laughs> so... <laughs> so it's getting drunk in a self-driving car yes. <laughs> which so, is everyone's dream that's the american I, dream i think i drove i think i drew a monorail <laughs> sponsored by my favorite coffee shop or something um oh, yeah. some of them oh that's some awesome. of them have a, had a hyperloop to napa valley which was fun uh <laughs> so yeah it was it was just a really fun event and there were just really interesting people there i, I met up with micah thomas who's in our group she and her husband uh tom were there so uh, they they live up in Santa Rosa up north, so they came down for it. And actually, somebody uh, somebody sitting behind me uh, recognized me from my Instagram. She followed me on Instagram. She was trying to herself start a notebook company like some time ago, so she started following all the like stationary podcasts. And that was weird, just to be kind of like randomly randomly recognized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yep, super That's good cool. event. Scout Books is really cool. 
I uh, I feel like it'd be really fun to do a like outsource a plumbago issue to them at some point if I just like Ooh. yeah because because they do that but I have to think about that their large format books are really good um, dimensions yeah they're really good I found out those dimensions and I wonder if this is true for Baron Fig too but I I asked the during the Q and A asked the Scott books people I was like you know your notebooks are a little bit shorter and a little bit wider than say um field notes and is there a particular reason for that she goes actually there is it's because the big pieces of paper they get like the raw paper stock they get uh you waste less when you cut these down to size so um field notes for example is probably wasting more paper they maybe like i don't know if this is what it is but let's say they only get two spreads out of each big sheet of paper um if they cut it down to this size, Scott Books gets three, for example. Huh. So huh. they it's more economical and they waste less, which is admirable, I think. I like those dimensions. They're yeah. handy. Yeah. And I wonder if... It, Literally. Yeah. And it's the same dimension as the Baron Fig notebooks. So like the, the Little Apprentices or Pocket Vanguards, I guess. So I wonder if it's a similar situation. So... Yeah, that is awesome. that is it for me. Scott Books meet up in San Francisco. If if one ever comes to your area, you should totally go to it. How about you, Johnny? Nice. Excellent. So um, I also have one fresh point, which is about a meetup on the East Coast. The good coast, sorry. Boo. So, um, yeah, I was in New York last week, so I got to have coffee with Aaron and Adam from Bear and Fig, which was super fun. And I mentioned to them, like, being in New York – I can order a macchiato, and I that's a macchiato. Around here, it's like the Starbucks macchiato. I'm like, why is this in a big cup? This is supposed to be in like a shot glass <laughs> size. Mm-hmm. But you know, that made me happy. It was a nice little coffee shop. So they ask um, folks what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, and what you'd like in the future. And I think I forgot to say the third part. So if they're listening, more apprentices. They used to have oh, the... Um, yeah. Those really cool limited edition apprentices all the time. Those were really cool little books. I think I had like all of those. Yeah, they do. The last one was the, the Explorer one. Yeah. yeah, they do the big size vanguards, like not the big size, but the the flagship size. They do those limited editions often, yeah. but they they don't do the pocket ones. Yeah, those were so cool. The Seer was gorgeous little set of notebooks. Yeah, and the um, was it Path River Grass? I think I have one of those stashed away. I didn't write in yet. Yeah, <clears throat> those were cool. And also more pencils, of course, because I like their pencils mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I got to check out the new, the new location of the pencil store, which is awesome. And, like, unnervingly large. <laughs> so, it, so if you've been there before, and you, yeah, if you meet up with folks, like, you're pretty much taking up the entire store you're and being a pain in the butt. Stressed out by how unclaustrophobic it was. <laughs> Well, was they they kept the same um, shelves with the glasses of pencils, so I didn't see where they were for a while. I'm like, mm. oh, there are the pencils because mm. they have um, you know, they're spread out a little more now. They have more shelves and table space and stuff. I am and um, very sad that I never made it to the uh, to the, to the original. old one. Yeah, yeah, very sad. Well, you'll have to you'll have to come up to go to this one. We'll have our meet up there. That's where we're, Jane and I are planning uh, our. This is a long way off, but our our tenth anniversary, uh, which is well, it's like a year and a half away. Um, well, no, two years away. But we're uh, we're planning to do a like several day uh, trip to New York City. 
Heck yeah. up there for that. And so Okay. Um, pencil in coffee time to meet up with me and Andy. Yes. <laughs> we'll We're just going to crash I'm your mean, anniversary. I'm is speak- that cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah speaking, please. Yeah. I'm like, speaking hey, for honey, Andy, who has a much longer trip. You got your tickets to a show? <laughs> Enjoy it. I'm going to go talk about pencils with Johnny and Andy and Harry Marks. And, Happy you know. anniversary. Love you. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you go check out the sticker section, Johnny? Yes. So um, I forgot about the sticker store. We were chatting with um, Chris and Jessica and Tiffany and Daniel, who I don't think is in our Facebook group, but who listens to the podcast. And I forgot to go check out the sticker store. So I can only go in there for like a minute because I was going to buy too much stuff. <laughs> but there were a lot of cool stickers there. And like, you know, my kids like stickers. So I had to be super quick in there. And then I was late for an appointment, so I sort of rushed out of the store, which is disappointing. But they have um, new bags that are plastic and have a really cool drawing of the store. So it's very meta. You can stand outside the store with a picture of the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I went there, I didn't buy enough stuff, which is kind of a stupid thing to say if you have a lot of pencils. <laughs> I didn't but, buy um, enough pencils. You know, this time I bought like a I lot of stuff when I came home. Pencils. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think four pencils were for me. They were for other people. Yeah. Like, oh, I should have shopped a little longer. But there was there was good company, so you know I can shop online. That's fine. So yeah, nice. So we have to all go to New York one day together and find some hole in the wall bar the Lower East Side. And uh, Tim's anniversary. Take away the afternoon. Then get, <laughs> yeah, get, then get tattoos. <laughs> oh, so we have to go in the winter because all of the disgusting body fluids that are all over the sidewalk on the Lower East Side oh, are frozen, just frozen like they were last week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That sounds romantic. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, being being from Baltimore, sometimes walking around the Lower East Side, I'm like, wow, this place is gross. That, like, I'm from Baltimore. I think That's the thing about San Francisco is Bal- it hardly rains. And it's never freezing, so all of the body fluids here just sits and sits and sits. So that's fun. <laughs> oh, that's really gross. Never evaporates. Nope. Never evaporates. But yeah, it's a great place. Yeah. You should come visit. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just Get flows downhill. Right now. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh man. All right. Should we talk about... All right, you want to get into our main topic of point protection? Let's do it. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. I'm sorry. I wasn't interrupting. I'm just clearing my throat. Um, Whatever, Johnny. So, well, come to New York and we'll roll. (laughs) Roll up. (laughs) (laughs) So there are a lot of ways to cap your pencil. Um, If you follow David Reese, although he's sort of fallen off our radar... He would use a piece of uh, rubber tubing that I think he used for plumbing. He would cut it off and stick that on there. Uh, our friend Matthias, who makes the blog Blystiff, had an article where he would wrap a piece of paper around it and tape it, bend the tape, the paper over and then tape that, which actually makes a perfect point protector. But you can also get plastic, pencil, and what we'll call here multi-purpose pencil caps, where, you know, sort of like the Faber-Castell um, perfect pencil where there's a sharpener. So uh, we were going to go down and check out plastic, metal, quickly, and best multifunction caps. And then maybe talk a little bit about other ways you can cap a pencil, even though we just talked about a couple. And um, 
I guess this raises the question of what a bullet pencil counts as. Is that a cap or an extender? Oh, interesting. You know, yeah. I didn't even think of that until after we made the agenda. So It's a floor wax. It's yeah, a dessert topic. We can talk about that. Yeah. yeah, we can talk about that. It's a dessert <laughs> pencil. Is that what she says? So, <laughs> it's a... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, plastic Total caps, nonsense. you know, they're, they're simple or not so simple. Like, the, the general is uh, save a point, and then you can get the really cool stat ones from... Uh, like Kino Kuniya, where they come in all the colors and they have a little sticker you can put your name tag on. So, um, Tim, I see you have a really cool one on here. What's your favorite plastic pencil cap? My favorite is the Tombow, and I'm just going to say Ippo. Uh, yeah. Tombow Ippo, uh, which uh, I, I've i had for a long time. I think it was actually the first pencil caps I ever ordered, and I got them from Jet Pens, and they're really cheap. There's $1.90, and you get a pack of four, and they're kind of squared. I'm going to describe them. They're they're, they're squarish shaped with rounded corners, and uh, on the the inside is kind of tapered, and you can see it because they're they're translucent. You can see through, uh, and it gets you know smaller as you go up. And there's a great fit, like pretty much any standard size pencil. But the really cool feature of them uh, is that they lock together. They've got like each one has a little tab and then a slot on the side of it, and so you can lock them together. And if you do it right, you can lock all four together kind of in a square. So you can just have a block with four pencils sticking out of the bottom, which I I really like that feature. And so I, I use these all the time. I mean, I use a lot of different kinds that I've gotten over the years. From But this one, I've I've been very careful to hold on to the original. I think I got like eight of these the first time I ordered. It's $1.90 for four. So it's, it's, not, I mean, it's nothing. You can get them from Jet Pens. Uh, very cool. I love these things, so I, I use these all the time. These are my, by far my favorite plastic one, and then maybe a close second is going to be the one that you know, Johnny, you're gonna you're gonna talk about. But these are very cool. So I've never really found a plastic one that I like that much, um, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's because most of them are like are too short for like a long point, like a like a masterpiece or a um, classroom friendly point, which are generally yeah. the the points that I make. Um, the Tombow ones definitely are. So you yeah. should try those out. Okay. Yeah. I'll give those a try. Um, yeah. I I have before purchased a three-pack of the Sonic Kamachikata, uh, O-C-H-I-K-A-T-A. It's made by those the same... with the grip. Yeah. It's made by the same company that makes um, the Sonic Rachetta uh, sharpeners, which it's a short point sharpener, but it's, it's great because it's like a ratchet. You can just like turn it and it sharpens um you can just tr- go back and forth back and forth to sharpen it um but yeah these are sort of like part grip part point and i don't really use grips on my pencils but i think these are just i think they're cool just the way they operate um and they are pretty pretty long point as well also in jet pens i, I feel like jet pens is like one of the best sources for pencil caps um CW yeah. Pencils has kind of a surprisingly sparse pencil cap selection. Um, it's like they're all good options. Like you could just tell they're like, and almost they're just kind of holding back on some of the stuff, especially some of the plastic ones. They have yeah. like the really kind of hip metal ones and stuff that are really cool. But yeah, I don't know. but Jet Pens has like a big selection of caps, which is nice. So I guess I yeah I guess if I had to pick a favorite plastic cap, um, it would be that machicata but still yeah they're not my favorite um johnny tell us about yours 
So uh, there's some really cool ones from uh, Stat that I found at Kinokonia. They come in, you know, a pack of 12 and a lot of colors that'll hold a, a long point pretty well. So uh, Oh yeah, colors. I forgot about those. Some of them have glitter in them, like Keiko Ron. Ooh, yeah. Long point and there's glitter. <laughs> oh yeah, I've yeah, got those, a bunch. Those are cool. Got a bunch of those. Yeah, we we had some of those sent to us. Or, or uh, who was it that sent those? I got those sent from somebody. It was uh, a while ago. I think those are from Luke. Like a long time Luke. ago. Luke. Oh yeah, Luke. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. Doctor Hans had sent some too, but maybe those are the metal ones. He sent. Oh. He sent the metal ones, but yeah. 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 So my my favorite plastic uh, point protector is the General's Save a Point. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're really small. They're durable. Well, the new ones are durable. They're cloudy plastic ones, mm-hmm. and they um they have a really big choking hazard hole, so you can stick a long point through them if you have to, and like um. The general cedar point has an extra E, and they took the E off of the word save and save a point. And this amuses me to no end. You know somebody at the company like makes jokes about that, like check this out, the missing E, like a prize or whoever gets See, it. They recycled just, it. Yeah. yeah, it's they're just thrifty. <laughs> yeah. And like it makes me so happy. But I feel like they've gotten harder to get and a lot more expensive. They're only half as many in a pack these days. Huh. Which stinks. Yeah, they did but, get more expensive because the Michaels here used to sell them, and I bought them there once, and then I I'd lost a couple and broken a couple and went to buy some, and the price had like doubled. And I remember being kind of like, "Really, these? Like this? It's it's like maybe the cheapest item on the planet to make. How did the price go up on these? It's a tiny, <laughs> a tiny bit of plastic. <laughs> yeah. I have ones that are um very clear, very clear with gold glitter embedded in them, and then the latest ones are sort of like a cloudy plastic. Mm-hmm. They seem to last a lot longer. Mm-hmm. But they're like the best super cheap pencil cap ever. And I, I do think if you're not using like a huge, like a crazy long point, those things will stay on no matter what you do. They never fall off. So I, I yeah. agree with you on that because the some of the bigger caps will kind of get jostled and fall loose, but those things, they're like seamless. Yeah. So, um, you want to go on to speaking of durability, metal caps. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go first, Tim? Sure. Um, and I'm I'm deferring Blackwing caps to you because you had mentioned those on there. I, I love the Blackwing caps, but outside of Thank that, Thank you. Outside of that, I do like the Katsua. Uh, how I'll pronounce it, Katsua, uh, caps, which are the pointed ones with the slit along the side that kind of like adjusts, and they're they're the long ones, so they allow for you know any size. Uh, point that you've got on their Japanese pencil cap. Uh, I've seen them, they can, they, or they come in, I know on CW pencils, you can get them in all silver, which are really sharp looking. And they've also got colored ones that come in a six pack. I love are, the colored ones. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I'm partial to the, the silver ones myself, but they're really great points. They work on just about anything. And then uh, if you've got, because they have the slit in the side that if you've got a little bit of a wider pencil, you can kind of stretch it out to fit. Uh, a bigger pencil, or if you've got a smaller pencil, equally you can kind of pinch it, and it'll it'll fit to that as well. And I've even had I'm trying to think of oh um, I've used it on a just a a right dudes HB pencil, and those are a little skinnier than an average pencil. I feel like, and so when you uh, and you can put those down, and you can even if you need to sort of cross the sections like on the either side of the slit and kind of overlap them a little bit to really squeeze it tight, and it'll fit on just about anything. Um, so those are those are my probably my favorite, and I think even with the Blackwing, I mean I love the Blackwing ones, but considering the price and that 
Um, there's something about these Katsuo ones that I just really love because they're inexpensive and they last forever. I mean, they will last literally forever <laughs> as long as you don't lose them. Yeah, and that's the thing. I lose them so much just because they're yeah. inexpensive. And it is sometimes they do like lose like tension and fall off. But I yeah, I, yeah. I like them too. And I, I definitely hoard them uh, because I lose them. And so I have like... I probably have like six packs of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I need a refill. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the the dark blue metallic one. There's a couple different mm-hmm. shades of blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks mm-hmm. amazing with a blue golden bear, or um, or with a blue Palomino HB. I love matching pencil caps with ferrule colors. Yeah, that's like my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Gosh, I love. So it. Uh, I I think I bought. I can't remember which one of Gary's stores closed. I don't know if it was Note Guys or Paper Nary. Um, I don't really remember the difference. Um, I uh, I bought uh, just his remaining stock of those. He had them on clearance, and yeah, they were they were really good. Um, he yeah, he sent me like like four different packs of them. So yeah, uh, Kutsua, Kutsua. Yeah, I'm not sure what Kutsua. it is. Kutsua. Kutsua. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm I gonna, would. Do... I'm gonna pretend like I'm gonna mansplain. Pretend like I know exactly how it's. Oh, it's Kutsua, Andy. Yeah, that's, funny. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> so um, I think right now, yeah, CW pencils and jet pens both have just the silver, but mm-hmm. occasionally, and sometimes even at like Daiso, you can find um, you can find the multicolored ones. Uh, uh, CW pencils has the multicolored ones. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. It's yep. a six pack. It's uh, it's got, it comes with silver and then like gold and green, dark blue, light blue, and red. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I like that. The green one. I, I have one of those, and that thing looks amazing on a uh, forest choice. Yeah. Oof. Cool. Yeah. Love them. So Johnny, in uh, in other news, uh, metal pencil caps that cost about forty times as much. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going with the Blackwing metal uh, metal caps. You know they're expensive, they're over designed, they're gorgeous, like Blackwings, and they work really well. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they have gold, um, matte silver, and matte black tickles me. Well, the because uh, I can match my Blackwings. And this, by the, the way, uh, sorry, go on. The second version. Yeah, that's just going to say that. perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the first version was a, a useless piece of crap. <laughs> but the, um, well, we got them for the cost of shipping if we were um, subscribers. Yeah. So it was, I was like, well, it's a fifty piece of crap, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the new ones, they're for folks that don't already know, they're $10 a piece. Um, or for the great deal of $20, you can buy one of each color, which should be 30 bucks. But um, the one thing I don't get is that the silver is like grayish silver instead of chromed that would match their silver ferrules when they do silver ferrules, but that's okay. But I appreciate that when they didn't work, they re- they redesigned them and came out with new ones that work really, really well, especially on black wings. They're like perfect fit and they look really good. But I'm, I'm waiting for an expensive black wing clip that'll be like really expensive and beautiful and totally useful. And I'll totally buy like every color they come in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you guys were on the fence about making Blackwing clips, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. It only so, costs sixty dollars. Uh, and for a ne- <laughs> <laughs> hundred bucks you get all three colors. <laughs> but um so f- for the next section, multi function cap, there are like a lot of different things that fit in here. Mm-hmm. Um there are caps that have 
sharpener is built in, uh, stylus, an eraser, mm-hmm. um, probably a goldfish like platform shoes somewhere. <laughs> I've never found them, and I really want one. Or Japanese fighting fish like in a pencil cap. How cool would that be? <laughs> oh, let's kickstarter this. So, um. I guess we could just go nuts. Just pick what you know. You don't have to pick your first, your favorite one with a sharpener. Just what's your favorite multifunction pencil cap or caps? Yeah, I would. Big big category. I I would. I mean, I think. Well, no, I won't. I won't steal Tim's. Uh, Tim's thunder here because. No, go for it. Go Are you sure? Do it. Take my thunder. It's all yours. <laughs> I have encountered. <laughs> I have encountered a couple <laughs> different ones. I I don't know the brands, and it looks like. Looks like you do, Tim. Um, a stylus, um, like a smartphone conductive stylus on the tip of your of your uh, cap. Um, yes, I'm not familiar with the smart spot. That's what you had written down. That was the one I've, I've seen other ones like random places, but that was the one that CW Pencils uh, sells, which I haven't used that specific one, but it looks amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I've yeah. seen a few others just like in a like in stores. Um, just in like random things that people have sent to me, and yeah, that's that's kind of useful. I generally, you know, don't use any sort of stylus with my eye devices, but I feel like if I did, um, that would be yeah a really a really good way to do it. Yeah, I think that's a really cool idea, and I think, and I well, this will I want to talk about this later, but I guess we could just talk about it now because it's it's on it's on my mind, but. Um, why aren't pencil caps as normal as pen caps? Like, there's absolutely no reason. Yeah. Why? Why they aren't as as common? Yeah, they, I mean, they're just as useful. They're just as necessary. Well, and I, I think part of it is pencils just don't never least really, never seem like quite as uh, mobile as as pens do. Like, mm. you know, it's something that usually like goes on your desk, and be, maybe because it changes mm. size, it's like hard to like really you know nail it down to be like a, a thing you can travel with but so this is like what boring stupid people think is what you're yes, saying yes yes that's not yeah, that's, okay. that's what the normies think <laughs> Pen- pencil normies um that's yeah, i'm just spitballing there but... yeah i i don't know either but yeah. I, I would love a just a better pencil with a pocket clip like a um like a like a bit click mm-hmm. or something oh sure yeah it seems like something that if if a staples would just put out a display of like inexpensive practical pencil caps that people would pick up on. Like I think I could see my students like getting into that and being like, it's not something that's become a trend, like stupid erasers become a trend, right. Or like, uh, pencils that are made out of like weird colors and materials and like that, like kids will like get into because it's different. Like (laughs) (laughs) weird materials. (laughs) I like those Damn stupid. Kids. I mean, I just don't like those Bic. What are they called? Like ultra fun or like fun uh, times ex, pencils ex, or extra fun? Extra fun pencils. Kids like, kids like yeah. them. Yeah, but they suck. We're gonna fight. And now. they just like yeah. Anyways, but I feel like pencil caps <laughs> could take off. Like that could become a thing. Yeah. Like where kids would get like crazy pencil caps. Well, Johnny, um, I, d- I don't think that kids like them because they perform very well. They like them because they look super cool, which I think they yeah. do look super cool. But like they're just like Charlotte likes them because they they last a long time. Ah. Hmm. Okay. And they're um she likes that they're bendy. <laughs> yeah. She she her she her tastes run the gamut. She really likes run those. the gamber. Uh, I was just yeah. thinking that <laughs> <laughs> the gamber gamut is a family thing. I'll explain it to you guys. The later. gamber <laughs> gamut. 
<laughs> all um, new uh, husbands and wives in the family have yeah. to run it. Um, <laughs> I have to say, like my pick for the mul- and this this is like a loose definition of multifunction, but um, when I first saw that category that we had come up with, the first thing actually came to my mind was recycled caps, like getting caps from different things. And for me, that's I've I've always as long as I've been into pencils, have been playing around with different pen caps that fit pencils, mm. you know, that I can interchange. And my favorite combination that I've come across that I've, I've used for years is, um, you know, the Sharpie makes like several different pens, not the markers, mm-hmm. but the pens and the ones that are just a uniform kind of streamlined shape and have flat ends on it, not the ones that are shaped like a capsule. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Mm-hmm. That cap for that pen fits perfectly on a, a laddie. Really? A, a, huh. a, a Ticonderoga laddie. And so I've been doing that for years. That's I've good to that. know. I have, a, I, have, I have like a really old Instagram post that of, of doing that, but it's a perfect fit and you can clip it into your pocket. And I love I love doing that. So I, I like playing around with that kind of stuff. And I, I think the other one is uh, with the right notepads jumbo pencil. And I guess it with any jumbo pencil. It fits. Uh, you can use. Um, it wasn't a sharpie cap, but it might have been the the others, like the capsule shaped sharpie pen, or something like that. But just, I just encourage people like play around with that. Like if you, even before you order caps, is if you if you got some pens sticking around that, especially a little bit slightly larger pens like the Laddie or things that have a thick lacquer on them, that pen caps often do a do the trick. Yeah, um, and it's just kind of fun to play with. Have you guys seen? Uh, we didn't talk about them, but um, th- have you ever used one of those like little leather pen caps, pencil caps? Oh no, I don't know what that is. Um, I have to find a picture of them, but they're just like two little point, point shaped pieces of leather that have been sewn together on the ends, and they um, they bend slightly to go over the pencil tip, and that just kind of keeps them on. They they look really nice. What? Um, I'm gonna Google that right. Leather I want to see one. I'm cap. I'm reading. Uh, so, I think it was, was it the last episode where I talked about how I hate fantasy, but I'm reading fantasy? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I'm still reading that book, The Name of the Wind. Yeah. Um, and there's a, the, it's a cool premise is that it, the story is told by this character called the Chronicler, but he's retelling the story that was told by the protagonist. So, the protagonist told him the story. And then the premise is that he is this writer who then like reworked that story and turned it into like a pretty final product. Um, but when you do, were describing that, I was picturing it in the chronicler's like satchel on the side of his donkey. It's like uh-huh. I could, <laughs> you know, like I was like, well, that is sounds super cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just posted a link. Uh, this is the one that's at pencils.jp, which is like that site that's like semi sketchy to order from. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I yeah, s- that's exactly that. That would yeah, that's totally. But I, and I've seen them elsewhere too, see. but I can't remember where. Gosh, those are cool. Yeah, a thousand yen. I don't feel what like a rip they off. Would, yeah. would they would yeah. they work to protect your point? <laughs> I would think so. I think it would just still snap. Unless it's it seems like it would leather. probably snap pencils now and then, but for a shorter point, it would probably work great. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, those that's are a, cool. That's those nine dollars are... in U.S. money, so it's slightly less than a blackwing tip. Also worth pointing out. That those would be super duper duper easy to make. That's true. <laughs> you know? That is true. Like if you just get like one sheet of like one little sheet of leather or imitation leather or whatever, and you could make like 
15. A really thick needle and yeah, a really strong so, sewing machine. Yeah, you'd be, or just even like you do it by hand probably, but yeah, look a little janky, but you could do that for <laughs> yeah, nothing. You could you could have an an Etsy store called Janky Caps. Yeah, <laughs> Janky Caps. There janky you go. Caps. Uh, I'll <laughs> go register caps, the domain pen. right now. Jankycaps dot com. Uh, <laughs> janky. I would, oh, if there's Janky dot Caps, that would be the best. Thing <laughs> Janky dot caps. <laughs> Janky dot caps. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and then you save yourself a thousand yen, man. Yeah, you're in good shape. Yeah. So is uh the David Reese trick with the tubing? Is that the one where he like uh, uses a heat gun to sort of like shrink it a little bit to make it just custom fit around it? No, I think he just cuts it. Okay. That there's just some kind of plumbing tubing that he figured out fits on a pencil. Okay. Yeah. There's something out there that like is heat sensitive and it shrinks around heat and people will like put that tube on there and then like use a heat gun and shrink it. And then they have it like a custom fit point protector that they can put on and off. That's yeah. genius. What's Matthias's paper? Oh, you already talked about that. Didn't you? Matthias's paper trick. Yeah. I put a link in the show. Yeah. So we didn't talk about like the perfect pencil style situation. I, I will be the situations could work for that. I will be sheepish mm-hmm. and say that I've never really used one of those pencils. I think, oh, I think awesome. I have one that maybe you or somebody sent me, but I just don't. It's just so bulky on the end of it. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want a cap that's so bulky like that. Like the um the green plastic one, the Faber Castell nine thousand one is not that bulky. Yeah, yeah. But some of them, yeah, I know what you mean. Like the. The platinum coated one that weighs like sixteen pounds. Yeah, just the balance. It's, the it's, balance is it's weird. Pretty hard. It's no more bulky than like an average pen, kind of like a I think like the the Uniball Air or something. It's not really that much bigger than just like having that in your pocket. Yeah. Um, I mean, so there's one that never got a lot of attention from uh, Staedtler called the pencil, because um, I don't know why it didn't get attention. So the cap is a clip, a sharpener, an extender, and it has an eraser in it. And the pencils that it comes with have a stylus on the end, so it's like you're covered no matter what. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're um they are unfinished black Wopex pencils, basically. So that's why. But they're they're darker. They write a lot darker, more darkly. But if usually you you have to pull the sharpener out, and with this one, like the whole thing is a sharpener. You just push it in, and it comes out the side. It's really cool. Yeah. So but I think they were also like super expensive. Yeah, but so you figured out why it. They didn't really catch on, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Nobody knew it was a Wopex. But you told from, them from looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From looks, you're like, oh, that's a really cool black round pencil yeah. that's sort of got little flute lines going down the side. <laughs> Why does it so smell like chemicals? <laughs> so I'm, I'm. Yeah, these don't have a smell. This is going back to our previous conversation, but I'm thinking either jankycaps.cheap or jankycaps.ninja. <laughs> Dot ninjas for sure. That's that's real. That's a real thing. Twenty four ninety. Twenty four ninety. ninja. We can make some premium uh, ones. Club. Uh, you can get jankycaps.whiskey. What? You can what? get dot whiskey domains. Dot whiskey. Jankycap.singles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you have jank if you have janky caps, you will be single. I'm looking through <laughs> Like a big list of domain endings that is just oh, yeah. the best thing. Welcome to my everyday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jankycaps.university. You can buy some that, that you, you can like sell them <laughs> just for like make it like men men accessories just for men. You can yeah. buy a dot men domain. Oh, uh-huh. jankycaps.wang. 
<laughs> Janky cast dot wang. Yeah, that's right there. Yeah. Okay. Jankycaps.win. I think that we'll just finish on that I think one. that's, yeah. yeah. But, um. Oh, man. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a lot out there with uh, pencil caps that I think don't get enough attention. People don't use maybe enough. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, um, pencil extenders are half cap and half, I'm sorry, bullet pencils are half extender and half cap. True. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I like the cap feature the most. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so I don't stab myself in the leg. I generally like if I if I use a pencil cap, it, it's almost always to put it just back into my pencil bag, just so that it doesn't get dirty. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've got yeah my Blackwing pencil bag, or they gave us the zippered pencil bag. Yeah, has like fifteen pencils, and all of them have different caps on it, like just because. Yeah, so that one, and then also minimizes the dust. Also, sometimes if I can't find my um, my Timbertris bullet pencil, I have a little Palomino HB that's kind of t- like a little less than the Steinbeck stage. And if you just take that and you take a like the little Kutsua po- like toppers on it, you can just stick it right in your pocket. It's like maybe three and a half, four inches long, and it's just perfect. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Cool. So we have to, we have to do another bullet pencil episode. One we time do. It's, it's been yeah, a while. I think it's about time. Just because we've learned so much, yeah. maybe if we can get uh, John Fontaine to make something new, we can we can do it. Mm. Do a uh, incense cedar timber twist. I am ready for a uh, injected plastic bullet pencil. I think the world is ready for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a like a semi disposable one. Just yeah. sell them in packs of three. Yeah, that's what I'm ready. For. Yeah, what's the other thing? There's out this. Sort of like that. It it's threaded so that you screw it onto your pencil. It sort of like bends the wood, called um, like the pointless pencil, or it's from a brand called Pointless Products, where it looks like a pen cap, but it's actually a pencil cap that screws onto your pen. Oh, I'm looking at that right now. To look this up. I've never. S- yeah, I've bought some on Amazon before. I've never seen this before. Look, I forgot they exist. They're actually pretty nice, but the eraser that's on them like just falls out constantly. Yeah, I feel like it would just destroy your pencil, right? Like. They do mess or up just really pencil. like the the hex corners, right? Because they're the things that protrude the most. I I used to carry one around on the um, general's layout, which is round and a little um, wider. So the first inch of pencil was always sort of threaded, which was actually kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. But um, prevents pencil that point was injuries. To that pencil. You know, time back in my day, we just used dangerous pencils and we liked it. We didn't have any of this like helicopter parent pencil protector thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and hold yeah, it in front of our face and run down the street. And, <laughs> and we liked it. <laughs> and we love it. Pencil shield. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all have graphite somewhere in our body. From Absolutely. Childhood, yep. right? Would have been my first tattoo. The pencil pencil fights would have been much less interesting with caps on them. It's true. Yeah. It is true. <laughs> or with a blackwing pencil cap, you'd be king, you'd be a king or queen of the pencil fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And you'd lose it, and you'd cry because it would take you like three weeks to save up your allowance to buy another right. one. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so you, you want to button this one up? Yeah. Let's do it. Excellent. So you want to say where we can find you folks on the interwebs and social media? Sure. Yeah, you can. Mr. Tim? You can find me on Instagram at Tim Wassum. Or sorry, at in, on Instagram at Timothy Wassum and on uh, Twitter at Tim Wassum. Cool. 
I am at woodclinch.com, andy.coffee, or on Twitter and Instagram as a Wellfley. Johnny? Awesome. So, until today when my website is gone, I am usually at pencilrevolution.com, and when I find a new host, I will be there again. Um, I'm on Twitter at Pensolution, and I'm on Instagram at my name, and we are the Erasable Podcast. Do, do, do. You can... F- you can find us on the web at erasable.us. This episode, episode 89, getting really close to 100, is erasable.us slash 89. You can find our Facebook group on facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Our official Facebook page is facebook.com slash erasable podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram at erasable podcast. And of course, on iTunes. We need more reviews, so review the crap out of us. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time for 90. Cool. And don't forget uh, jankycaps.ninja. <laughs> I'll see you on jankycaps.whiskey. <laughs> we'll see you on jankycaps.wang. Yeah. <laughs>The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.